Welcome to City Life Church Podcast. Our desire is that all may come to know Christ and fulfill their purpose in life. We welcome you to head over to our website for more information. God bless you and enjoy the message. This morning, I really felt like uh, the last couple of weeks have just been talking about understanding the strategies of the enemy. I'm getting there. <laughs> Yeah, I love my wife because she keeps me on track, but I am on track. (laughs) This is good. These are always the conversations we have on the way home or on the way to, it's always good. And um, so we've been talking about understanding just the strategies or the tactics of the enemy and knowing that in our community that where each of us live, there are things going on around us that we could just see the enemy at work, right? He, He comes at us whether it's us in our own home or in the church or just your neighbors, whatever it may be, because the enemy's up to no good, right? He's up to try his best to steal, kill, and destroy, right? There's anything good about what he does. And so he, he's always at this. And so um, it really does, it's caused myself, caused me to think, my wife and I have conversations, you know, how can we as a church not just us as pastors. Yes, we, we pastor, we're blessed and honored to pastor this church and be a part of this community, but it's not about us. <laughs> First of all, it's about him, right? But it's all of us. We're, we're, we're a family, this is the body of Christ. And so we, we work together as a team. And so whatever God gives us as a mandate, it's given to all of us. And so as we are living our lives in the community, we have a responsibility, right? We have a responsibility to be aware of what's going on around us. Uh, so often in our life, we can get so caught up in our own thing and ourselves and, and me, myself, and I, and woe is me. And that's kind of, we're, we're born selfish, right? We're just, by nature, we're selfish creatures. So to break out of that and begin to see other people and, and touch other people's lives, it, it, it takes a little bit of uh, work and effort on our part and, and asking God to help us in this. And as we, I just want to mention this too this morning, and those of you who are visiting with us, I, I believe you're here by divine appointment, uh, whatever the case is, whether you're here to see the water baptism or, or we're friends or family, whatever it is, but I believe it's something for all of us to hear this morning, and I, I'm just talking uh, as a, uh, with the Father's heart this morning to a family, in a sense of just sharing some things that I, God's put on my heart in regards to this, as we uh, have kind of traveled through this experience of things that are going on in our communities and seeing the enemy uh, just bringing attacks from right and left, trying to destroy people's lives, and just in the journey that God has taken. Uh, my wife and I on over the last uh, 10 or 11 years and watching that and watching the hand of God and saying, God, what are you up to? Because he's not just doing something in us, the two of us and our family, but he's doing something in the church. And so we're saying, God, what is that? We need to be listening to what are you saying? What are you speaking? What are you asking us at City Life Church to do? And just to watch the journey from the, from the time that uh, really that triggered some things in our heart when Hurricane Katrina happened several years ago and just going 
to, to this, the city because I just felt like uh, God had said, hey, I want you to go make a connection. Well, I didn't know anybody in our city uh, officials or police or anything. And going to make a connection and saying, I thought, well, as a pastor, what, what can I do? Um, so I just went and said, hey, maybe you guys, do you need a chaplain? I don't know. I don't know how this works. And they, I was told, well, we have plenty of chaplains. And so uh, many of you know my story, and I'm not going to go into all of that. But just to give you just a, a nutshell, and that's when somehow, some way, I don't know, it was except God took me down this path of becoming a reserve police officer for the city of Lacey. I didn't know the purpose till it began to unfold down the path later, and I began to build relationships with key people in our city. And then now coming, fast-forwarding to where, to where we are today, uh, where uh, I've been asked to become the lead chaplain for the Lacey Police Department in this, this community. And I thought, wow, God, whatever started, you know, 10, 11 years ago, I, I would have never guessed the path. But understanding, I said, God, there's something you're doing. You, you're calling our church to be part of the community. And we are to be the community. And so how does this all work? And I think through, through the time, I think my wife and I kind of stumbled around in this a little bit, thinking, okay, so we joined the Chamber of Commerce and got involved in the Chamber, actively involved in trying to connect and do all those things, realizing that uh, along the way, we're, we're saying, okay, well, this is all good and everything, but how, how is this working for City Life Church? Uh, because it's something on our heart, but is it on the heart of the church? Because that's important. The people that come to this church, you, it's important to understand what's the vision at City Life Church. And I'm not here to talk about our vision today because we're going to do that, get into that next month a lot more. But what I wanted to just share a couple things today because it's important to have some conversations and understanding what is God up to? What is he doing? And I want to share with you uh, something. So right now, as a church, we're in the middle of, of something pretty cool, okay? The, the tree out there that had the tags on it, that those tags are all gone. Obviously, people took those tags. All of you guys did. And Hearts to Homes, which is uh, uh, something that we started here about three years ago or so, and it's growing and, and realizing, okay, this is not just a small couple people get involved and, and do this. This now has become a church thing for us. And so we're, we're sitting here today, and we have done something this year we hadn't, which is we have a, a, a business in our community that decided, hey, we want to partner with you too. Whoa, okay. So we just doubled our ability to reach, and we've doubled the amount of families. And not only that, Jane just got, was on the phone with one of the gals at the uh, Heritage Bank. I can mention their name because they're doing a great job. They have three branches, and they're, they're loving being a part of Hearts to Homes. And so given that, they said, man, we have got... Obviously, people are taking tags off the trees there for, for families. And this has to do with deserving families in our community who would not have Christmas except for you guys and people in the community. So 
They're, they're telling my wife, hey, we're getting cash donations, we're getting the gifts and everything, and, and now we're going, okay, this is, this is getting big. This, this becomes a church thing. So right now, I'm saying, okay, is City Life Church, are, they, are the people of City Life Church, are they of the mindset or the thought process of, this is something we can take on because it could become very big. Just This is just one thing. And you're sitting there going, can I be a part of this somehow? And it's important to be able to answer that question for you to say, is this something that I want to be a part of at City Life Church? Because the community is important, obviously, to, to God and to us. But as a church, this becomes big. So right now, this week... We need help. <laughs> we need some help. We need some help on Friday, probably doing some gift wrapping and some shopping. So I know some of you like to shop. Most of the shopping's been done, but there's some of the cash donations that been, have been given so that we can do some more shopping for these families. And, and there, there may be a few tags left that that money and we'll take, and some of you get to go shopping. Something you love to do, right? Four people. Also, Saturday, the 23rd in the afternoon, we need help delivering presents to these families. I've got two teams, or we've put together two teams, two different police officers, and we've got two Santa Clauses, we've got a lot of stuff, but we need help. And so, and that's something that I will tell you from experience is an exciting thing just in itself, just to see the looks on the faces of these kids and to walk into a house where there's nothing in the home and you walk in with all these presents, it lights them up, I'm telling you. And so with that, okay, there's not just that, but what happens after that? They may say, who is this City Life Church? Okay, are we able to take that beyond? Are, are we able to serve beyond as a church? Can we do that? Here's the other thing. Me saying what I believe in and, and ran it by my leaders, by our, our intercessors and all that, should I take on this chaplaincy role? Should I take this on? Because it's not just me, it's, it's everybody. Because the reality is, when I go out at 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever to a home, and a suicide call or a death or some tragedy, what happens after? What happens after? Can we serve? Because there are opportunities to do that, and we don't know. what When, when these things begin to happen, like I have an, one right now, and we're, we're talking about how do we continue to help this family? Okay, as a church, can we do that? I mean, you have to ask yourself, can I, can I do that? Can I be a part of something? It may be simply a, a phone call. It may be simply dropping a meal by. It, it, it could be a card in the mail. It could be uh, many things. It could be simply when they walk into this church and their heart's broken that you can say, you know what, I can, I, I can take a few minutes. I can invite them to coffee. I can, I'm just saying there's a lot of things to, to think about, okay, in this, in this regard. And it's not just about us coming here on Sunday morning for an hour and a half Filling a seat, worshiping God, which is amazing. This is where we 
we receive a download from him and he, he touches our heart, he ministers to us, he speaks to us. But what do we do? We, we all have jobs, we all have responsibilities and we're busy, I understand that. But where do we fit the part in where there's a command from the Lord as to what we are to be doing? We are City Life Church. You should be able to go into your community and, in that and say, I'm not just that I'm here to serve, but I said, we're here to serve. Our church loves people. And be able to tell somebody, we're here to serve you. How can we serve you? How can we be of assistance? Because when somebody <clears throat> is dealing with a Whatever's going on in their family, tragedy, what, what's happening? It could be your neighbor, could be any, anybody, and it could be you. And when it's you and when it's me, we're here together to rally, right, around each other to help, to be that person. I was thinking about something. When I, I know we all do this. When you talk to somebody, you, 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 you shake their hand and say, hey, how are you doing? There's one word that I hear fairly often, which is, I'm doing okay. How many of us say, oh, good, glad you're doing okay, and we walk off? <laughs> I happen to look up the meaning of the word okay, because I think when somebody says okay, it's probably not okay. <laughs> Satisfactory is one definition. Managing adequately, <laughs> getting along, okay, okay. So I think, okay. If we go deeper and you say, no, really, how are you doing? Yeah. Are we willing to take on the really part? Yes. Because we all have the really. We do have that. And when somebody tells me, you know what? Things are going horrible right now. And it's, instead of my thought is, okay, Steve, you're just going to try to take this on and do this. And I feel like the Lord is just dealing with me and saying, you know what, Steve? This is a much bigger, this is a, a we thing. This is a church family thing. And so for me to stand here this morning and just share from my heart and sharing, and I hope this is encouraging in the sense of, you know what, God has a great plan in growing City Life Church and many churches in the community. That's his heart. Is, is he wants to build his church, doesn't he? Yes. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. He says that. Satan's trying to render us ineffective. And so often we tend to kind of go back into that me, myself, and I thing. And God's heart is, no, I want you to be thinking, what about him? What about her? When you're out right now, the busiest time, right? Shopping, whatever. I, honestly, I stay away from most of that just because it frustrates me and I'm not interested in that, per se. <laughs> but some of you do wait out into that. So then when you're out in there doing that, do you see, if you look at people's faces and you really study people and you can see frustration, you can see hurt, you can see pain, for some of us, this is a great season. For others, it's a very painful season. And we don't all have the same feelings. I know for my wife, this is emotionally a 
it, obviously God has intervened and helped, but it's hard because both of her parents died right before Christmas, different years. But so now we're going into that season where we talk about her dad, we talk about her mom, and we talk about the man. You know, wish they were here. You know, these are those. those this is a season. It's different for everyone because it's good for you. <clears throat> Which is, which is great, but put yourself in other people's shoes. I, I can't help but wake up each day just with the thought process of, I wonder how so-and-so is doing right now, because last week I was at their house when their loved one died, and right now they have, they're heading into Christmas, and they have pain in their, in their life right now. I wonder how they're doing. You know, there's, there is nothing that we do in our serving Jesus. When we're serving God and we're faithful in that, there's nothing that we do that isn't hated by the enemy. <laughs> so my thought is, go for it. Because if you're trying to say, well, I'll be careful here. I'll try not to get, I'll try not to disturb the enemy. I'll try to, guess what? You're a believer. He doesn't like you. So why not be all in? And I'm not saying we all have to be the ones to be out there physically doing these, but there's people who are praying, interceding. There's people who are, are giving finances. There's people who are encouragers. There's all of these things, but we're living in a hurting world. And I would encourage you today, be all in. As a church, can we do this? That's my question. What is, and what is your response? I got two or three. Yeah, yeah. Got a hand waving. As a church, as City Life Church, can we be all in? Because as pastors, it's important for us to know this and that we're going to work side by side in this process. It's not Jane and I. It's not, you know, other people doing and you guys going, look at, they're going into, they're doing it. No. What does the Bible say? <laughs> What's the fivefold ministry all about? Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers for the equipping of themselves? Of the saints for what? Work of the ministry. Are you doing the work of the ministry? Are you doing the work of the ministry? And that's what we need to ask ourselves. I had a ton of stuff today, and I have all kinds of scriptures, and the PowerPoint guy's bored out of his tree. Hopefully he's not bored. <laughs> Hopefully he's listening. But yet, notice you haven't put a scripture up. And I, normally, I, you know me, I have a lot of scriptures. But... And I, and I will get to a scripture, but I do want to, I'm, and I'm going to watch the clock too, because about 11 o'clock, we want to transition to our water baptism. But I, I just really, I, I'm sensing there's a stirring. There's a stirring. There's something happening. And when I'm talking to key officials in our city that we're blessed to be on first name basis with and they respect us and they, uh, and let me tell you this, I, I just got a, a, a note from the chief of police. Uh, 
couple days ago, profusely thanking City Life Church for what we did a week ago Monday night by having our building open and serving hot chocolate and donuts to all of those parade participants that had their vehicles lined up and down here. I don't know how many people came in here, maybe 100 people came in here to be served by you, those of you who came out, just to be here in our city espresso, and we had all the crew working and serving. I'm telling you, and, and the, the, there was the city manager's name's on there, the, the gal who oversaw the whole thing, her name's on there. They're saying, thank you, City Life Church. This means so much to us and to our city. How often does that happen? It happens a lot here, by the way. And you need to know that. And then we need to communicate that to you to, to know that City Life Church is well known in the city of Lacey and beyond. That's the goodness of God. And I'm telling you, the doors are wide open. Our school district, North Thurston Public School District, the doors wide open. We have a great relationship with them. In fact, they're part of partnering with us for Hearts to Homes. They're the ones who selected the families, and they are profusely thanking City Life Church because they see these families on a daily basis, and their hearts hurt too. But guess what? The school system doesn't have the resources to do it, but we do. And if we, if we come together, because you could say, well, I can only do this. Well, you can, and you, and you, and you, and you. And guess what we just did? We're able to provide Christmas for 40 kids in our community. 40 kids who would not have had Christmas. That, that really is the bottom line. So we are doing something. They're going to get a card. Their family's going to get, uh, get gift cards to, to a grocery store, whatever, because they're... Uh, and they're going to get a card from us, from our church. So what, what if they happen to come here and say, I want to check out this church? Are you guys going to demonstrate here on a Sunday morning what they're seeing? Their perception is this is an amazing church that's doing this. Are you amazing on Sunday mornings, or are you just here to think about you, your little spot where you sit, going to leave right after the service is over? Or are you going to look around and go, hey, do I know everybody in this room? I wonder if that, I wonder about that person. You, you don't know why the person that's here today sitting near you, you don't even know why they're here maybe. Maybe they're here because they're hurting and they're broken. Or maybe they're here to encourage you if you give them a chance. Yeah? So the Father's heart needs to become our heart. I don't like, normally I don't put anybody on the spot, but I've, I, I'm not putting somebody on the spot, but I, I just want to mention just for the sake of example, because I, I think I can do this. Marcus, you and your wife recently come, she's standing back there with the little one. Recently come to this church, and you have, we've had a couple conversations, and you said, you know what, I believe God has brought us here. So how many of you people know them? I, I believe they've had a, a, a fairly decent experience coming here. They wouldn't, they wouldn't come back. It's okay that the baby's crying. That's okay. Maximus. So 
Do you know about them? You know about their life? Do you know that they care about people? They're both medics in the army. They probably could help you. <laughs> we have other people in this church that have medical background and various things. But I'm saying, are, are we looking around and seeing what God is bringing, what he's bringing in? I love the fact that God has brought us a great woman of prayer, who's Nyla, who's sitting right here in the second row. She said, Pastor Stephen Jane, I'm praying for you guys. Wow. And, and different people are coming in that, that God is bringing in to fill, fill gaps and things. Our hearts are blessed. We love everyone here. You guys are amazing. Yesterday, we were visiting Tammy up at the hospital, and, and Mart, Mart was up there. Mart, you're, I love it. You're so positive all the time. And you said, you know, that you loved about us is we're compassionate. And I'm standing there going, wow, God, you're changing me into a compassionate person. Because I didn't used to be very compassionate. But I found myself, and I went away, and I started reflecting on that. And the Lord showed me, that is what I'm doing in your heart, Steve. I said, wow, you are. Because all of a sudden, I have such a care, and, and a real genuine care, about hurting people. Not that I didn't care before. I Honestly, I did care, but I wasn't taking it to the level that God wanted me to take it to. Yeah, that's right. So thank you for the encouraging words, Mark, in that regard. And tell you what, I'm talking about two people who are the most amazing people, Mark and Tammy. They are amazing people, amazing encouragers. Man, if you want to get encouraged, or just Tammy right now. There was such a, a peace and a joy in that hospital room. I can't believe it. Somebody who is in the hospital suffering with what she's going through, and Tammy's like, I just trust Jesus. I love Jesus. My faith is in Jesus. I'm like, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. All right. So I'm going to do, I'm going to, those who are going to be water baptized, I need an usher to go back and let the kids know back there because there's some of them back there. And then the rest of you that are being water baptized, you can go ahead and go get changed. And uh, I'm going to be uh, exiting the stage here in a moment to go get changed because I'm going to join them in the tank. I touch the water. It is warm. So, yes. That was kind of, that was the big question. So I have experienced not so warm water before. And I've had somebody... They tipped their, tipped their toe in there, and they said, oh, this is cold. And I said, yeah, you get to get in and out. I'm standing here the whole time. So <laughs> anyway, I, I just, I want to read one scripture because I have to. I want to, okay, because I don't want anybody leaving here saying, you didn't even read a scripture. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, starting in verse 10, a final word. And I've read this before, but this is, this is important. Be strong in the Lord and in his, not yours, his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you'll be able to stand firm against the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against the person sitting next to us. <laughs> but against evil, and I add, that was me, by the way. 
but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. God has come to try to take some of you out. And I'm telling you today, okay, recognize the strategies of the evil one, right? Okay, I see those strategies. Not going to work. I recognize that. Get your armor on. Some of you don't have your armor on, and you're getting beat up. Get your armor on. Keep it on. Put it on every day. Whatever you have to do to get yourself in that place. Because the enemy, he's there. He's, he's a roaring lion seeking who he can devour. Guess what? You need to say, not me. Go somewhere else. We're closed for business for you, devil. And you're going to stand strong. You're going to get tested. You're going to have stuff flying at you. You know why I know that you're going to have stuff flying at you? Because that's why you have the armor. It wouldn't have ever said to put on your armor if you didn't need it. You need it. Put it on. We're in a battle, and we have no business fighting it on our own. We need him fighting for us. Amen. A worship team, if you would come at this time, and I'm going to exit stage left. We're going to have an exciting water baptism time, so stick around. Nobody leave. Thank you for listening to City Life Church Podcast. 